0: Mendocino County, Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from Point Arena, the recollections of Lillian Thurman Sterling, born May 6, 1893. Now, this was in 1896 in Point Arena, Well, uh, one Halloween night, (laughs) I had two half-brothers, and they were eight or nine years older than I was. Well, one night, one Halloween night, they were going to a Halloween party at the church, Oh, I loved parties, and I wanted to go, too, but I was only between three and four. And they said that it was just for boys and not for little girls, but I still wanted to go, and it was Halloween, so I followed them, <laughs> unbeknownst to them, and they went through the back field and over a fence, which I couldn't climb, and so the first thing you know, it was dark, and I lost them, and, uh, and I was on my own. Well, I, so I kept going and I saw some lights in the distance and I thought it was my home but I was twisted around so instead of going home I was going farther away all the time well finally I went through a hole in a picket fence and as I got on the other side I began to slip and here it was a hill and as I went down, I grabbed on to different things that broke, and in the meantime, I lost one of my shoes. And when I got to the bottom of the place, I knew I hadn't come here by a hill, so I knew that I was wrong, yet I could see a light. Well, I got down to the place where I could, I could hear water running, and I thought that if I could reach there, in that light, I, I would that would be home. But when I got down to the bottom, there was a footbridge and it was just a narrow thing and I started to walk over that. And then I cut my foot, on the foot without the shoe, and it evidently got caught on a nail or a piece of glass or something, and then it started to bleed. And then I started to cry and to scream. And I thought, well, I shouldn't have done what I did, but now I'm being punished and I promised never to do it again, but it didn't help. Well, then I got on the other side and I discovered a cow. Now it was lying down. Oh, I imagine it was between nine or 10 o'clock. Oh, she was nice and warm, and I was cold and with that old thin dress on I had, so I laid down alongside of her, and I kept warm. Then I must have had a little nap, exhausted, and then I started to cry and scream for my mother, and it aroused the cow, and she got up and started to walk away. Well, I hurried up and grabbed onto her tail. I thought that at least some, there was something living. I was going to stick by her and see where she got to. Well, she went on, and I still held on to her tail, and she joined a number of other cows, and then they got terribly friendly. Well, they knew that I was an oddity and that I shouldn't be there, they started licking me and licking my face and my clothes, and their rough tongues got all tangled in my hair, and I, I got just, well, too much affection. And all of a sudden, I found a rail fence that I could slip through. And I was pretty small, or I couldn't have gotten it other, through it anyways, but I, I did get through. And then I thought to myself, well, well I know that what I should just do is I'll, I'll just lay here on the ground because the Indians might come and, and then they'd get me and that would be the end. And so I went to sleep. Thank goodness. And I woke with a, with a big paw on my chest. And and you can imagine this blowing of breath in my face. I thought it was a bear. I guess I wasn't quite awake yet. But pretty soon, there was a light. And it was my father holding a lantern. And he said, here she is. He found her. And it was a huge St. Bernard dog that they had rented out for the evening. And there was a whole posse out with their lanterns standing up against the fence of the grain field. And my father picked me up, and he put a jacket around me, and he carried me home. And when I got in the kitchen, oh, I can see myself now, standing on a chair trying to talk, trying to cry, trying to get some warm milk into me all at once. And I was choking, and if I had a good cry, it would have been fine. But it was, it was all, all too deep, I guess, to really cry. And then the St. Bernard dog came in the door carrying my shoe. It looked so funny. When that dog found me, he had my bonnet on his head with the strings tied under his chin to get the scent. He went to all of those places where I'd been. So here he comes, this dog, with my bonnet on and carrying my shoe in his mouth to give to me. And when I saw that... I laughed and released all my tension, and everything was fine, and then I could drink my milk. You've been listening to the recollections of Lillian Thurman Sterling. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's excellent museums, libraries, and historical societies. A full listing of Mendocino County Remembered episodes and selected audio archives can be found at lindapack.net. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Z.